Today's daf is Ksubis daf Beis. And we are Be'ezus Hashem in the beginning of a new Mesechta, Mesechtis Ksubis. Today's daf is being learned as a schus before Shalema. Fachayim Elazah ben Rachaleya, Avadya ben Miriam Leya, Meshabah ben Devorah, Devorah bas Mecha, Shmuel ben Tehila, Baruch ben Rachel, Malka Miriam bas Esther, Yosef ben Ita Bracha, Yisrael Meir ben Chana, Sar Nechama bas Rus Malka, Miriam bas Rivka, Chaim Oren ben Aviva Orli, and Esther Kreindel bas Devorah. Today's daf is also being learned to Ilu Nishmas, Leya Gittel bas Yibadol Chaim Tovim Reb Shal, and Ilu Nishmas Shlomo ben Yibadol Chaim Tovim. Reb Chaim Doiv. So we're in the beginning of a new Masechta, Masechtis Ksubis. And Masechtis Ksubis, I believe, requires a little bit of an introduction. And really, the introduction to Masechtis Ksubis is the introduction to Seder Nashim. So the first Masechta in Seder Nashim is Masechtis Yavamis. But Yavamis is very much a Beryabif Neyatzma in terms of a Masechta. And although it's, of course, a Sifkaton in the world of Seder Nashim, but because of all the nuances and the intricacies and the complexities, it had its own introduction, and really its own Mesechta, with its own Hadron, and its own Sikum. Mesechta's Ksubis is more of a standard Noshim Mesechta, very much in line with Gittin and Kedushin, and as a result, I think, Kan Hamakoim Laharach Ktsas, just to explain a little bit, the concept of Ishos in the eyes of Chazal, which I believe will be a, a backdrop for so many of the Dafin that we're going to learn for the next year, year and a half. So the name Ksuvis implies that the subject of the Mesechta deals with a Ksuba. So we're all sort of familiar with what a Ksuba is. A Ksuba is a legal document. It's a contract of some sort that exists between a husband and a wife. So really, in order to understand what a ksuva is, we have to understand a little bit better what a husband and a wife is, or more what marriage is. So in the eyes of the Torah, and in the eyes of Chazal, marriage was made up of two steps, meaning it happened in two phases. The first phase is known as Kedushin, also known as Erisin. So the words Kedushin and Erisin are completely interchangeable. They're synonyms of each other. Sometimes we find the word Erisin, sometimes we find the word Kedushin. There is absolutely, positively no difference between the word Erisin and Kedushin. But the first phase of marriage happens via Erisin slash Kedushin. The second phase happens via Nisun. So what exactly is Erisin and Kedushin? What exactly is Nisun? The first mission of Mesech this Kedushin says, Oisha Niknes in three ways. Bekesef, Bishtar, Ubebiya. Which means that if a man gives a woman money, how much money? Machloikis, Bishan, Bisilo, Pruta, Dinar. But if a man would give a woman money, he would give it to her with the Kavana to be kind to her as an Isha. That would constitute... Kedushin. Shtar. If a man would write on a piece of paper, I want to marry you, he gives it to a woman in front of Aden with a Masad the Kedushin. That too would constitute Kedushin. And if a man would be Boyal and Isha, and again he would do it, the shame Kedushin, that also would constitute Kedushin. So Kedushin happens in one of three ways either with Kesef or with Shtar 
or with beer. Now, although Midday Raisi could be Makadash and Isha, because of Shtar Bia, but Rav said in Kedushin, Dafyu Days, and in Perakrab Gamlil, and Masachtis Yavonis, that it's awesome Midrabanon for a person to be Makadash and Isha with beer, because it's a Maisa Pritzos, Atkidekach, Rav Mangid, Amanda Makadash with beer. Rav would give Makas Mardis, Malkus the Rabbonon, for someone that was Makadash with beer. Atkidekach, Ben Benoishal, Atkidekach, even though there's a Dindai Raisi of Yibum, and the mitzvah of Yibum is not Kesef Shtar Bia. The mitzvah of Yibum is an institution known as Maimer, which added many, many complexities to Mesechtes Yavamas. Maimer is Kesef or Shtar or Bia on a Durabana level between the Yavam and the Yavam. And it's all because we don't want a man to be Mekadosh Anisha with Bia. Rav Mangid Amanda Mekadosh with Bia, so that even Yibam, where there is no other option, Midairaisa, but still, first Kesef, first Shtar, and then afterwards you'll be Mekadosh the Mitzvah Dairaisa of Yavama Yavayola. But as it relates to Kedushan Erisen, that's the first phase of marriage, it happens either with Kasef or with Shtar or with Bia. So what's Chal as far as marriage is related, as far as Ishus is related from a Halachic perspective, once this Kedushan or Eresim between a husband and a wife? The answer is almost everything. Ruba de Ruba of Dine Ishus Achal with Kedushan with Erisin with that very first phase. So, for example, if a man is Makadash and Isha, this woman now is going to be an Isha's Ish. She's Osir to marry anybody else. If someone tries to marry her, the Kedushan wouldn't be Typhus. If somebody's Baalel, he'd be Chayev Misa's Bezdin. If someone's Baalel and has a child, the child would be a Mamzer. If this man decides now that he wants to sever, he wants to terminate this Isha's, he would have to give her again. Or if he dies, what happens if he dies? And he had no children. There'll be a mitzvah of yibum midday raisa. When she dies, he has a schos to yarshin her nechassin. A koin's not allowed to be metama to a mace. He could be metama to his wife. If a man was mekadesh anisha and she died, metamala. If she makes a neder, the husband will have a schos to be made for her neder. So ruba de ruba de ruba of dine marriage happen with that first phase, with what we know as kedushin or sometimes known as erisin. However, although ruba de ruba de ruba of halachas archal, but the marriage is not yet considered to have been completely consummated. So what has to happen in order to consummate the marriage phase two, which is what we know as nusuin? Now it's interesting. Because Kedushin is a Mishnah. The very first Mishnah of Mesechta is Kedushin. It's the name of a Mesechta. Ho'isha Niknis Bekesef Shtarubia. So how does a person effectuate Nesuin? It's very, very interesting. There's no Gemara that tells us how it's done. The Gemara talks about Chuppah. But even the word Chuppah is a very, very vague term. So it's not clear from Chazal how exactly a person was supposed to do Nesuin. And because it wasn't clear... What we have is a major, big time, one of the most important, fundamental, and even perplexing machloikas in the Rishonim. And that is how exactly does a person effectuate Nesuin? Now you would think there was a Messiah in Klai Yisrael of Chuppah, Vikidushin, and every person would, had, would, had, would have heard from his parents, who had heard from their parents exactly how Chuppah is done. But that wasn't the case. And this is one of the mysteries of Jewish history, that at some point, Befrat, Bimei there was a big debate, exactly how does a person effectuate Nesuin. In fact, if you take a look in the Shulchan Aruch, and this is in Eben Ezer, it's in Simen Nunhe, it's Siv Kotnalev. It's a very, very long Sif, and the Shulchan Aruch there brings four different shittas of what exactly Nesuin is. It's Kedai 
very briefly to mention the four shitas. The first shita, which is the only shita that the Mechaber brings, is the shita Saramam. The Ramam shita is that chuppah, or nesuin, is done when the husband and the wife are in a state of yichud together. So when they're miyachid together, that creates the gemar of the ishos, that creates the nesuin. The Ramah says immediately, the chuppah ain't a yichud. It's not true. Chuppah has nothing to do with yichud. That when a husband takes his wife and brings her into his house for the sake of, let's be husband and wife, we're going to now live together, we're going to build a life together, there could be a hundred people in the room. It has nothing to do with being in a state of yichud. The fact that he brought her into his house and they're going to live together, that in and of itself would constitute Nesun. The Ramah then brings another Yeshayim. One of the sugis that we're going to learn in the beginning of Masech Tzubis, one of the lighter sugis, is the sugi of Birchas Chasanim. We know the Sheva Brachas, which literally means seven blessings that are part and parcel of a marriage. Says the Ramah, there are those that hold that Chuppah is that at the time that the brachas are taking place, you're supposed to take a suder, you're supposed to take some sort of sheet, it's, it should be on top of the heads of the chasan and the kala, and if the brachas happen in that instance, that's what we're going to know as chuppah. And finally, the yeshaimrim, the shulchanarch brings another yeshaimrim, the chuppah's besula, that there's a nafkamina between how you do chuppah with a basula and how you do chuppah with an almana. As it relates to a, a basula, it's mishayetze behenuma. So the Dominican Klai Yisrael was that when a basula would walk to her chuppah, said there would be some covering over her face. We're going to learn about it in the early sugis here in Masech Ksubis. So when the woman has the henuma covering her face, that's what we know as the state of chuppah. Now that's only true for Absula, who used to wear the Hinuma. The Almana, who didn't have the Hinuma, so for her chuppah happened Yichot. The Makar to that last sheet is a Toysvis. It's in the first paragraph of Yuma, Daf Yud Gimel Amad and the Sugya of the Kaingadol needing a second wife in order for him to qualify as a kosher Kohen Gadot to do the Avoidah on Yom Kippur. So this is one of the Isha Sugis tucked away in the beginning of Mesech Yuma. Taisus brings it, B'Shem Yerushalmi. But the bottom line is, is we have four different sheets in the Shulchan Aruch, what exactly the definition of Chuppah is. The first is the Mechaber, the, which is based on the Shittas HaRambam, that is Chuppah's Yichud. There are Mabriks, three Yeshayimrims. One Yeshayimrim is, Kol Shevi Achos on the base of L'Shem Nesuin. The second Yeshayimrim is, Shepersen Sudra Al Roisham B'Shas HaBracha. And then finally, Chuppah's Besula is B'Sheyetze Behenuma. The Almana is B'Shenes Yachdu. The Bach, in Ebenezer Simen Samach Aleph. So this halach is in Ebenezer Simen Nunhe. The Bach is in Ebenezer Simen Samach Aleph. He says that being that there was a big machloikis in the Rishonim, in terms of how exactly you're supposed to effectuate or nesuin, it's for that reason what we do is we yoytze all the different shittas. And that's why when you go to a chasen, there's a lot of different things happening that sometimes we're not 100% sure what they all mean. But the reality is a lot of them are redundant and the reason we're doing all these redundant things is because we're trying to be yoytze all the different shittas. So for example, the chasen and kala, they're going to stand under a chuppah four poles, and there's going to be a suda that's going to be spread out on top, whether it's inside, whether it's outside, but the bottom line is, there's going to be a suda on top. That's to be Yoytza, the shita that the Ramah brings, one of the shitas are Rishonim, she- idea of chuppah is, she- person suda al-roisham, b'sha'as abracha. After the chuppah, 
the chasen and kala go to a yichud room. That's to be yoytza the shita zarambam. That's this idea of kol shevia chasen lebeisa l'shem nesuin. The concept is there's edem ede yichud because according to shitas that is what the marriage is going to be. And by the way, even the badekin, which happens before the chopah. Even that has a makar in Rishonim, in real halacha. That's not stamaminik ba'alma. It's because according to one Yeshayim, it's Taisushit, Beshem de Yerushalmi, the Chupas Pesula is Beshayetza Mehenuma. The Henuma is the Badekin, it's the covering that the Pesula has. Now, if that's Chupa, who has to be the one that does the Badekin? The Chasin has to be the one that does it. And that's why the Chasin there and the Edema there, it's because the Badekin is part and parcel of the marriage. Now, there is one interesting Ha'ara that one should ask, and that is if the Badekin is Chupa, we do it. Before the chuppah, which is fine, but it means we do it before the kedushin even. So you're doing chuppah before the kedushin. So the Rishonim already talked about this, and they said that the minig was that the basula would be yitzbeh enuma ready early in the day, and vice versa. The actual act of covering the face of the kalu with the enuma is not going to be ma'akiv that it happened after the Kedushan. It can happen before the Kedushan as well. But again, Kedushan, Ho'isha Niknes, because of Shtarabiyah, that's very, very straightforward. That's Mufurish in the Mishnah. As it relates to Nesuin, that was a major tumul in the Rishonim, and like the Bach said in Simen Samachal, it's for that reason, what we try to do is we try to be Yaitza, all the different shitas. So we know what Kedushan is. We know what Nesuin is. So what's a Ksuba? The name of the Masechta. What exactly is a Ksuba? So a Ksuba is a shtar, it's a contract that was written between the husband and the wife. So first things first. There's a Machloikis in the Gemara of the Kamon, Tafyur Aleph, where the Ksuba is the Raisa, or where the Ksuba is the Rabbanon. There's a Shita that held that the obligation for a husband to give his wife a Ksuba at the time that they came married is a Chi of Deiraisa. There were other that, others that held that it was only a Chi of the Rabbana. Why would the Rabbana have had, had instituted a Ksuba? The Gemara says, Because Chazal were worried that a man's going to get married and then he's going to decide one day he's not interested in being married to his wife anymore. And they didn't want it to be too easy for him to divorce her. Now, post Cherem de Rabbeinu Gershim, it's not easy because if the woman doesn't want to accept the get, so obviously he doesn't have an ability to be Megarsh. But mid Deiraisa, a man can divorce his wife, even Balkarcha, and even the Takonas Chazal, it came after the times of the Tanom and Amiram. It came in the Zman of the Ga'inim by Rabbeinu Gershim Ma'ira Ga'ilo. So at the time that Chazal were investigating and trying to figure out what they can do to protect marriages, they realized the very good aids would be to implement the Ksuba. So what does it say in the Ksuba? So this Kriya is Ksuba at every Chuppah, but in English, what does it say? It says that in the, that when a husband and wife get married, there are certain obligations that the husband is going to have towards his wife. These are financial obligations. Now, most notably, and usually when you think of Aksuba, what you think of is that in the event the marriage is terminated, so the husband has to give his wife a certain amount of money. How much money? If she's a Basula Masayimzuz, that's what the number was in the times of Chazal. And if she was an Amana, it's a hundred Zuz, also known as a Mana. So more for a Basula than for an Amana, but that's what the number would have been. And really, the whole purpose of the Ksuba was, so it makes sense that the financial obligation thus licked in Aksuba would be something related to what the husband would have to do in the event of, meaning when he's looking to terminate the marriage. But the truth is, if you look at Aksuba, the Aksuba talks about financial obligations that 
are nogeya even at the time that the marriage is in existence. Meaning, what happens if Khalila, the woman, is captured and now she's a shvuya? He has an obligation to be paid to her. It talks about different obligations of support even during the ter- time of the marriage. But the bottom line is the side of the ksuba is it discusses the financial responsibilities that a husband has to wife. What happens if a woman brings nechassim with her? She comes into a marriage with assets. So in certain situations, nechsit and barzal are going to be incorporated into the ksuba. So when you think of a ksuba, yeah, you think of what the responsibility of the husband or the yarshimar in the event that this marriage was terminated. But the truth is the word ksuba is going to come up in different contexts and different instances as well. Really, what a ksuba is, it's a very thorough financial document and it talks about responsibilities as a husband has towards his wife, both at the time that they're married and also what will happen in the event that this marriage is at any point going to be terminated. It's interesting. The Rambam, in two places, says that ksuba is the Dindarabon. One place is in Hilchas Isha's Perik Yod Halachazain. The Chachomim Hain Shetiknu Ksuba Li Isha, Kidei Shaloi Tiet Kalo Be'en of Another place is in Perik Tez Zayin in Hilchas Isha's. The Rambam says, Kvar Hoidanu. We already notified you that the Chacham are the ones that were misaking Ksuba Isha. So the Rambam twice in Hilchas Isha's in Perik Yud and in Perik Tezayin says that the Chi of Ksuba is only a Chi of the Rabbanan. So Rambam Paskins, like those Shittas that hold that Ksuba is a Rabbanan and even gives the reason. Shall I take Kalabain of Loitzia? But there's a Kasha that the Velt asks on the Rambam and this is Chikav. It comes from the Hakdama to the Rambam's Hilchas Isha's. So unbeknownst to some, the Rambam before Every single area of halacha that he discussed in Yad Chazaka, he gave a little bit of a hakdama. It's in fine print. It's on top of Perak Aleph, Halacha Aleph, of every single area in halacha in the Rambam. And what the Rambam does there is he makes a, a summary, of all the different mitzvahs that are going to be discussed and expressed in these halachas. So the Rambam says as follows, Hilchas Ishus, Yesh Bechlolan Arba Mitzvahs. There's four mitzvahs. There are two mitzvahs the assays, and there's two lois assays, parton. And these are the four mitzvahs. Aleph. Lisa Isha Biksuba or Bikadushan. There's a mitzvah assay to marry a woman with Ksuba and Kedushan. Base. Shloitival Isha Beloi Ksuba Vikadushan. There's an Issa for a person to be boiled in Isha with Adik Ksuba and Kedushan. Gimel. Shloyimana Sher Ksusvaina. A person has a responsibility to make sure that he's going to provide his wife with Sher Ksusvaina and Dalid. Lifrois the Lirbois Mimana. To be Makaim, the first mitzvah in the Torah, Puruvu. So there's four mitzvahs. Shtei mitzvahs I say, Shtei mitzvahs loyse say. The two mitzvahs I say is Lisa Isha Biksuba Vikidushan. Rambam many places describes marriage as being a mitzvah I say. And then Lifrois the Lirbois Mimana, the mitzvah Puruvu. What are the two loyse I say? Shloy Tival Isha Biksuba Vikidushan. And there's a Chiv of Ksherik Sosviyana, which is a Chiv loyse I say. It's not a Chiv I say. But either way, when the Rambam describes the mitzvah to get married, it's Lisa Isha. And when the Raman discusses the Issa to be boiled in Isha without marriage, it's like Tibal, Isha Beloi Ksuba Vikidushan. So the Rambam, in two places, as it relates to him describing the mitzvahs of Hilchas Isha's, he mentions Ksuba. The Rambam Shita is that Ksuba is the Rabbanon. So if the Rambam Shita is that Ksuba is the Rabbanon, why is it that the Rambam, when he's defining the mitzvahs Esa de Rais of Lisa Isha, he mentions Ksuba? Midday Rais, there's no Chib Ksuba. That's why, when he talks about the Isser B of Pani Abal he says he can't be born in Isha. Well, like, Ksuba, Midday Rice. No, you have to have Ishus. But where does it say anyway that you have to have Ksuba? So this is something that we are going to get to. But as it relates to 
the immediate segue into Ksubas Dabes, and not just Ksubas Dabes, really Ksubas Dabes through Davches, and then Davtes through the end of the Perik. There's one Metzius that existed in the times of Chazal that doesn't exist today, that really we have to internalize in order to appreciate and the hair properly the Metzius of what's happening in the beginning of Sachtis Ksubas. Marriage today happens the same way it happened yesteryear. Nothing changed. There was no chachamim that had the koyach, lakudavim and atayra, bakum baasei, or b'shevah taisa. So marriage happens the way it always happened. Nothing that we're going to learn about how marriage happened in the times of Chazal is different than it is today. It happens al yidei chuppah, v'kidushin, it happens al yidei kesef or it happens al yidei nesuin, and because we don't know exactly what nesuin is, we try to be yitzah, all the different cheetahs, that's the way it happened then, that's the way it happens today. But there's one fundamental difference, which really brings us to the beginning of Ksuvis, and that is, the Mishnah says, on Dafnun Zayin Aleph, that once upon a time, Kedushin and Nesuin did not happen at the same time. In fact, now it didn't happen at the same time. There would be Kedushin, then the husband would be Teveya, the Isha. Can we now go towards Nesuin? She would say, yes, that's the whole purpose of doing Kedushin, and she would get Yud Beis Chaydesh. Now, Manu would get only 30 days, but for a Basula, anyways, it was Yud Beis Chaydesh. There was a 12 month lag between when the Kedushin happened and when the Nesuin happened. Now, everything happens bevasachas, bechadamachta, the same Edim, it happens under the Chuppah. So under the Chuppah, the Chassan takes out a ring and says, Hare at mikudeshes li So, by the way, the ring has a Makar in Alacha. It's brought down in the Ramah. The Ramah never has a similar Zion says that even though Isha Nikness Bekasav Shtarabiyah, so Bia we know Rab gave Malkus for, so that's obviously not something anyone's going to do, but it's going to be Kasav Shtar. And even Kasav, it could be with Kash Gelt or it could be with Shava Kasav. The minig is to give a Tabas. And the Ramah, you don't see this every day, says that the source is a Tikune Zayar. As I say, Ramah, that it comes from a Tikune Zayar. I tried looking it up way, way, way above my pay grade. But regardless, that's the idea of being a Kaddish with a Tabas. It has a Makar the proper way is betabazu, kedas moishav Yisrael. But the bottom line is, is now it all happens in one shot. It all happens under the chuppah, but that's not always the way it was. There used to be a lag time. So this is where Ksubis begins. What happens if a man was Makadash and Isha? They waited the requisite 12 months. Then after 12 months, they got married with Nesuin. There was a Beer Rishayna. And at the time of the Beer Rishayna, this man who thought he was marrying Absula. He was Makadish Absula, found out that she really was a Bula. Now, how do you know she was a Bula? So maybe there was no Dam Basulim. Pesach Pasuach Matsasi. There was a Pesach Pasuach, which implies that there was a Biorishina. But the bottom line is, it turns out that she's a Bula. Okay. So, what's the halachic ramification of a man who thinks he's marrying a Basula and then he finds out that really he was marrying a Baula? So, could be he's going to claim Mekachtois. He may say that I gave this woman a Ksuba, which reflects the fact that she was a Basula, which high level is Masayim Zuz. It turns out she was only an Amana, and Amana is only entitled, entitled to Amana. So really we can go to a small claims court, and we could have a Machlaikis and a Dintaira with regards to a hundred Zuz, which loosely translated is a hundred dollars. That's not so much at stake. But really, it's much more serious than that. Because what we're concerned is, is that maybe this woman, at the time of the Kedushin, really was a Basul. 
And now, a year later, she's not a Basuli. You know why? Because she was Nivala during that year. Now, we said that as soon as the Kedushan, as soon as the Erisen happened, she's already an Eshesish, which means that if she's Nivala, she's an Eshesish, she's Zin Satachas Bailo. Which means that if she did a Perotzin, she's for sure Asa to her husband. And if he's a Kayan, even if it happened, she's going to be Asa to her husband. So we need to know what's going on over here. In the event that a man is marrying a basula, because based on the research he did, she was a basula. And now he found out, she's a basula. So is there a legitimate chashash that maybe she was nivala? And in the event that she was nivala, so now maybe he can't even live with her. The hundred dollars, it's part of the sugyas. But really what makes ksubis so high stakes in the beginning is because we have a concern over here that maybe she's a zoina, maybe she's a soita that was nivala tachas baila. So what happens if a man was mekadesh a basula and then pesach pasuach matzasi or einla damen? Is he even believed? That's super stuff, Taz. We're going to get into this. But this is the backdrop. But just to be clear, this can never happen, Bismanazer. Because Bismanazer, the Kedushin, and the Nesuan all happen Sachas. This is just for the Hamchasha of the beginning of the Masechta. It would never happen because it all happens Sachas. But once upon a time, there was a yud based Chodesh lag between the Kedushin and the Nesuan. It's for that reason, this was considered to be a real Chashash. How big of a Chashash? We're going to learn the first Mishnah, Chazal made a Takana, that every single Basula should get married, B'yoyim Haravi. Why? Because of this very Chashash. With that introduction, we begin in Sechtis Ksubis. So, Tehillah Mishnah Basula, and this says, L'yoyim Haravi, a Basula is supposed to get married on Wednesday, the fourth day of the week. V'almana, L'yoyim Hachamishi, and Almana is supposed to get married on Thursday. What's the significance of a Basula getting married on Wednesday? Tomorrow we'll talk about the significance of an Ammana getting married on Thursday, but the mission is only being Mefarish, the first of the two halachas. Why Basul and this is Leim Arvish? Because there were two times a week that the Bate Dinim, the Bezdin, would sit in the large cities. What were the two days? On Monday and on Thursday. Okay, what is Bezdin convening on Monday and Thursday have to do with the halacha of Besulim Nisus Because we're concerned, Sheim What happens if this man is going to get married and he's going to find out that this woman did not have Besulim, which means that she's not a Besula, she's a Baula, which means that it could be she was Nivala Tachtov. Bezdin needs to be informed. Because like we said, the stakes are very high. Maybe she's also Labailo. Now, if Bezdin is going to convene that next morning, so that first morning, he's going to run to Bezdin and he's going to say that there were no Besula. If he would get married to the Besula, not the night before that Bezdin convenes, so then there's a concern that maybe by the time Bezdin comes together, because of the Chiba that he has to his wife, Machmas the Birishoyna, Machmas the fact that they just got married, so at that point, he's going to say, you know what, it's probably nothing, maybe it's my imagination, and he's going to end up not going to Bezdin, and there's going to be a tremendous sakon. So Chazal was so worried about this chashash, of maybe Pesach, Pesuach, Matzasi, maybe he's going to find out that there were no Besulim, that Chazal made a takona, that every single Besulim should get married, we're not going to give him an opportunity to calm down, rather, immediately he would notify Bezdin, like this Bezdin will do whatever it is they need to do. Now, the obvious question, the most obvious question on the Mishnah is, so if 
because we want the Basul to get married the day before Bezdin convenes, and Bezdin convened on Monday and Thursday, so then why does the Basul have to get married on Wednesday? The Basul could get married on Sunday as well. It happened twice a week. Okay, so Wednesday, which would be the day before Thursday, and Sunday, which would be the day before Monday, that is going to be the Gemara's very, very first Kasha. Toysfis asks another question, why is it Basul and Nisus Liyoyim Haravi? Why does it have to be Liyoyim Haravi? Liyoyim Haravi sounds like it has to be Wednesday. L'chayre, it can be Wednesday night, which is really Lel Chamishi. It's already Thursday. If the whole idea is that you want the Bir to happen the night before Bezdin is going to convene, so why does the Chasen have to be Liyoyim Haravi? L'chayre, the Chasen could have been Wednesday night as well, which is Lel Chamishi. So, Toysfer says... The reason is based on a Gemara in the Sechtis Nida, ironically, where the Gemara says, Lech Aksuba Ramu Batigra. The Metzius is that Aksuba was a financial document, and it wasn't such a, a predetermined boilerplate document the way it is today, but once upon a time, the document was negotiated with lawyers. This was a very, very thorough document, and every Ksuba looked a little bit differently. It's good I to mention that even though the Ksuba of a Basula is Masayim Zuz, and the Ksuba of an Amor, is a mana, that's the beer minimum. But there's a concept of Toysvis Ksuba and Tanai Ksuba, and very, very often they would be Mysif on the Ksuba. This was Chelek of the Naden, it went both ways, but very often there was a lot more to the Ksuba than the base Ksuba. And Lek Ksuba the Leirambu Batigras. We're afraid that they're going to sit down to write the Ksuba at the Chasana, a fight's going to break out between the Machatanim, they're not going to be talking to each other, and by the time they agree to stand under the Chuppah, it's going to be already too late so that the beer Rishayna is not going to happen on Wednesday night. And it's because of that. Chazal said, Basul and this is not on Wednesday night, but we want it to be it should be during the day, and as a result, like this, we're pretty sure that the Birishina will happen the first night. The first Toysfus in the Masechta asks a different question. Toysfus asks, and a question that we could appreciate coming off the heels of the end of Masechta's Yuvamas, and that is, the Perik begins, Besula Nisses. So Toysfus asks a very simple question. Why is the name of the Perik Besula Nisses? Why wasn't it Habesula in this says? So Taisva says, Habesula, Besula, Mechatesi. So Taisva says, a lot of different Prokim and Shas where the name of the parak is Ish or Isha and it's Ha'ish Mikadesh or it's Ha'isha Niknes. We just finished learning three Prokim called Ha'isha, Ha'isha Rabba, Ha'isha Shalom, and Ha'isha Basra. So why is it always Ha'ish, Ha'isha? And yet when it comes to Besula, the name of the parak is Besula. The name of the parak is not Ha'besula. So Ezra Hashem, we're going to get back to this Toysavis. Say Toysavis Teretz and Say Fashidin at the roots and Toysavis Gasha. But in Yeshiva they say over that they once found the Gemara of Rabbi Shul Leib Diskin. And on the side of Rabbi Shul Leib Diskin's Gemara, it said next to Toysavis, it said, Ayin Zayin Anudanin. Alze Anudanin. And Rabbi Shul Leib meant was to answer Toysavis Kasha. Toysavis asks Akasha, why does it say Basulanissis? It should say Habasulanissis. Zok Rabbi Shul Leib, you want to know why it doesn't say Habasulanissis? Because Alze Anudanin, the Basul of our Mishnah, we're not sure if she's a Basula. If we knew for sure she was a Basula, it would be no Allah that she has to get married, be Yemeravi. So Rabbi Shul Leib said, Ayin Zayin Anudanin, Alze Anudanin, the Ho'ish of Ish Mekadish, we know he's a man. And the Isha of Isha Niknis, and the Isha of Isha Brabba, and 
We know she's a woman. There's no suffix if she's a woman. There's different halachis. Hard halachis. Oh, but the basula, we don't know if she's a basula. How basula would mean we know she's a for sure a basula. Ayin, Zayin, Anudanin. It's only Azat Anudanin. Azayin Zoch Menibir in Yeshiva in the name of Rabbi Shulay. Agavurchi, I saw in the Chsam Seifer. Right here, right in the very, very beginning of the Chetushi Chsam Seifer. I'm the Sachtis Ksubis, where the Chsam Seifer was Mechavin. This Teretz of Rabbi Shulay, he brings Taisus Kasha, and he says, Kemat, the same Lashen. The Pnei Sha'alzeh Anudanin, and it's for that reason, it's called Bisula, it's not called Habisula, either way, so we begin the Gemara. Now it's interesting, there's many Mesechtas and Shas, I don't know why, that begin a little bit Megumgum. Ksubis is one of them, so the Gemara is going to begin with a question, and it's just in terms of Pashib Shah and the Gemara, the Rishayim struggled to understand some of the twists and turns. Ultimately, what the Gemara is going to say is extremely, extremely straightforward, stating that, Really, these first 10 lines or so of Gemara require a little more eon in the Rishonim to understand some of the Pashib Shat. So, the Gemara, Om Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef said, Om Rav Yudam Shmuel, in the name of Rav Yehuda, in the name of Shmuel. So, this is Rav Yosef, the Amoira, saying what he was Makabal from his Rabbi Rav Yehuda, who was saying over what he was Makabal from his Rabbi Shmuel. So, he said the following, Why did Chazal say, Said, Rav Yehud, in the name of Shmuel, Because we learned in the Mishnah, We mentioned earlier that there was a 12-month lag between the Kedushin and between the Nisun. Now, what happens if the 12 months pass, and at the end of the 12 months, the husband didn't do what he was supposed to do, which was be goyme the Nisun. So, he now has an obligation to support his wife, not just that, in the event that he's a Koyin, and she is therefore now an Eishas Koyin by virtue of the Kedushin, she's allowed to start eating Chuma. So, what does this mean? One of the Halachas that do not go into effect when a husband does Kedushin before he does Nisuin is the obligation that a husband has to support his wife financially. So although a man has an obligation to support his wife financially, but the Chiv, that happens with Nisuin, it doesn't happen with Kedushin. Says the Mishnah that what happens if the 12 months pass and the husband didn't do what he was supposed to do, meaning he didn't do the Nisuin. So even though all they have is Kedushin, and based on the fact that all they have is Kedushin, really you shouldn't have an obligation to support her. Da'alach is Eichleis Mishalai. Not just that. Da'alach is that it... Eishas Koyin, even if she's a Bas Yisrael, is a lady Truma. The Koyin Kiyik, the Nefesh Kinyin Kaspoy, Kinyin Habal Yedei Kesef, the Truvas Avni Malum and Simen Yud Zayin. But the point is, is that Da'alach is that she is allowed to eat Truma. Now Midday Rice, so she could eat Truma, once this Kedushin. The Rabbanon, however, said, for whatever reason, that she can't until there's actually an Nesuin. If it was Yigiyah's man, if 12 months passed from the Kedushin until the Nesuin, and the Nesuin still didn't happen, so then the Allah is, she's a lady Truma. So these are two Kulois, two Kedushin, both benefiting the Eishas Kayin, in the event that the 12 months that we give this couple between Kedushin and Nesuin passed, and the Nesuin did not take place. So said Amiram Yochel, you would think he is What happens if they waited 12 months and it just so happened that the one year anniversary from when the Kedushin happened was a Sunday? So you would think that in the event that this husband is not going to do the Nesuin on the Sunday, he ain't my little Mazoinus. He should have a Chiv now to start supporting her. That's what the Mishnah says. Okay, so 12 months passed, he didn't do what he was supposed to do. Should he start supporting her? That's why the Mishnah said, that being the Basulah is Nisus Lehmer V. So in the event that it's a Sunday, 
he can't marry her because there's a Takonis Chacham that he's supposed to wait till Wednesday. And it's for that reason, in the event that he doesn't marry her, he's not going to have an obligation to support her. So really, Rabbi Yosef was saying over in the name of Rabbi Yehuda, who was saying over in the name of Shmuel, a halacha, but the way he set it up seems mechusar havana. The halacha that he was saying was that once the 12 months pass from Kedushin, the husband has an obligation to do Nesuin. If he doesn't do Nesuin, what happens if the 12 months happens to be on a Sunday, or a Monday or a Tuesday for that matter, or a Thursday or a Friday or a Shabbos? So then the halacha is going to be that being that he can't do the Nesuin, so we can't now suddenly say, I'm sorry, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. Chazal said, I can only get married on Wednesday. She's a pasula. And as a result, there's not going to be such a chiv. That's a very clear halacha. The problem is, and what the Gemara is about to comment on is, it sounds like from the way Rabbi Yosef is setting up this halacha, that that's the reason for besula nisus liyemeravi, Rabbi Shalayim. What does it have to do with Besul and Nisus The reason Besul and Nisus the Mishnah said, This is a very interesting, unintended consequence, perhaps, of what will be as a result of the fact that Besul and Nisus is That if the Yud Beis happens on any day other than a Wednesday, even though ordinarily, but here he's based on a Takanas Chazal, so therefore this Allah is not going to be in, in, in effect. But the way Rabbi Yosef presented what he heard from his Rebbe Rabbi Yehuda, who had presented what he heard from his Rebbe Shmuel was that the reason Basul and Nisus is because of this phenomenon that Higiyaz Man Veloy Nisu Machmas it wasn't Wednesday that Allah is you don't have to be Oichlis Mishaloi Veoichlis Betruma our reaction was Rabbi Nishaloi and what does this mean it was exactly Rabbi Yosef's reaction I'm Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yosef said Maridav Ram Bashefer Toli Tanya, but the way Tanya, he said, you're explaining a Mishnah with something that's not a Mishnah. So the Gemara says, one second, I understand, very schwer, but you're explaining a Mishnah with something that's not a Mishnah? It's not true. Hai Tanya, but Hai Tanya. Which is a Mishnah, which is not a Mishnah? In fact, Hot Tanya, but Tanya. They're both Mishnahis. One is a Mishnah in Ksubas base, and the other is a Mishnah in Ksubas Dav Chavzan. Elo, so the Gemara says, no, Rabbi Yosef meant to say was, Toli Tanya, the Mefarish Taimo, but the Tanya, the Loi Mefarish Taimo. We're asking a question. Why is it Pesul and this is Le'emirvi? The Mishnah that says Pesul and this is Le'emirvi is Mefarish time. It explains why Pesul and this is Le'emirvi. What did Rav Yehuda Mashmu say? Pshat in this Mishnah, which was Mefarish time, has nothing to do with what the Mishnah was actually Mefarish, but it's related to a Mishnah on Daphnun Zayin Aleph, which is not Mefarish time, which doesn't explain itself, and it certainly doesn't explain our Mishnah. So Rav Yosef said, Marid Avram, I push it, don't understand. Yosef said, I probably don't recall perfectly what Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, and probably what Rabbi Yehuda Shmuel meant to say was as follows. Why is it like the Mishnah says? Rabbi Yehuda Shmuel wasn't discussing the Mishnah. The Mishnah is very straightforward. The reason is because if this time is we want the person to be able to run into Bezdin immediately and notify Bezdin of whatever Bezdin needs to be notified. But you know Rabbi Yudam Shmuel was coming to Bavar, and the question that we asked as soon as we finished the Mishnah, that if the reason B'Sul and Nisus Le'em is because Bezdin convened on Thursday, is V'tinas HaBecha B'Shabbos, then why can't they get married on Sunday? Shem Hoi Tainas Tainus P'Sulim, Hoi Yom Ashkin Because you'll have the same exact 
Eitzah, the next day, Bezdin will be there. Bezdin's there on Thursday. Bezdin's there on Monday as well. On that, Rabbi Yehuda Mashmul said a halacha. He said one of the most famous words in Masach Tzubas. He said Shaktu the Chachamim were matriach. Shaktu Chachamim after Kanas Bnei Yisrael sheiterech pasu. The Chachamim wanted that the Bnei Yisrael should have the most nice, beautiful wedding imaginable. So they wanted that the Chassan should have three days ritzufas to be able to prepare the wedding. Echad b'Shabbos, the Sheni b'Shabbos, b'Shlishi b'Shabbos. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, the Chassan is going to be able to prepare the Chassan. Ubrevi kaitzah, and on Wednesday they'll get married. If, however, they would get married on Sunday, so what are the three days before Sunday? It would be Thursday, Friday, which is a half a day, Shabbos, which obviously you have to be Shabbos, Mikol Melacha, so that wouldn't work. So in order for there to be three days of Ritzufis, of Achonis, for the Chassan leading up to the big moment, so Chazal said that even though it's true, really, based on the Svar of Tainus Basulim, the Basulim could have been Nisus B'yayim HaRishon, but because of Shoktu Chachamim, therefore Chazal made a Takana that they should get married B'yayim HaRivi. And then Rabbi Yehuda Mashmul continued and said, Now that we said that there's a concept of Shoktu, meaning that even though the reason to get married B'yayim HaRivi could have equally have been true B'yayim HaRishon as well, but it's not true for Yom Arish, and it's only true for Wednesday because of Shaktu. And now that there's something called Shaktu, which precludes Yom Arish and Legamri, this that we learned in the Mishnah Daphne and Zayn, Igiz, Mavalinus, Oichlis, Mishaloi, Oichlis, Betrumo, that if your base Chaydish passes and the man doesn't want to get married, he doesn't want to be Goymed in the Suin, but not because of the fact that he doesn't want to, he understands his responsibilities, but it's really based on the fact that Chazal said, Basul and Nisli, Yom Arish, so what would be Igiz? What would be if that day fell out on a Sunday? Because he can't be kindness. Why not? Because of Shaktu. So too, he would not have an obligation to support her. In other words, what Rabbi Yosef was saying over in the name of Rabbi Yudah was not why Basul and Nisus Leyem Haravi. Psulim, this is Leyem Ravi. It's based on Shem Hayulay Tainas Psulim Hayamashkin Lebezin. What he was saying was, why Psulim, this is Leyem Ravi and not Beyem Arishan? The answer to that is Shaktu. Additionally, the second thing that he was saying is, uh, Consequence that would come about as a result of the fact that Basul and Nisus and also that Kanech not Yom Rishon, that in the event that the Yud Beis Chaydish would fall out on any day other than Yom Ravi, even Yom Rishon, but any day other than Yom Ravi, even though ordinarily that Lachzigi is Mavalei Nisu Oichleis Mishaloi VeOichleis Betruma, but in this case, being that he can't get married. As a result of the Takonas Chazal, so it's for that reason the halacha would be that Eina Maila Lamazainis. Incidentally, this Gemara that we just learned is the Makar to the Yiddish expression, Ayur Metamitvach. This is where it comes from. Because when people would be Makadish and Isha, they would wait Yudbeis Chaydish, and then they waited until Mitvach. They waited until Wednesday. So everything is Marumas in the Torah, Hafachba, Vafachba, the Kulaba, Ayur Metamitvach. Comes from Ksubis Dabe, Zoktigimar Lafichach. Being that we just said that. Although Higiasman Velay Nisu Eichlis Mishalay Veichlis Betshuma, but not if Higiasman was not on Yom Dalit, because if it's on any day other than Yom Dalit, because of an oynus, because of the Tadakans Chachamim, he doesn't have the ability to get married. It's for that reason. Meaning, once we see that if he's an oynus, and because of an oynus he can't do the nesuin, there's no halacha Higiasman Eichlis Mishalay Veichlis Betshuma. So the same would be true. Says the Gemara for different oynus. And what would be if the chassan got sick? 
He's not well, and as a result, he literally can't walk down the chuppah. Or well, the cow is not well. Or she's a nida. And it's for that reason they can't do nisun. Being that in all these situations, there's an oinus. He's sick, he's an oinus. She's sick, she's an oinus. She's a nida. Another case of where it's machmasur. But the bottom line is all these cases are oinus. And as a result, he wouldn't have a chiv mazoinus. Meaning, even though he is man, but just like Rabbi Yosef said in the name of Rabbi Yudam Shmuel, that if the Haggah's man happened on any day other than Wednesday, there'd be no chiv to be Maila Mazoinus. Why not? Because of the fact that he's an oinus machmas takonus chazal. Here too he's an oinus. And what's the difference if he's an oinus machmas takonu of Basulanis Liy Maravi? Or if he's an oinus because he's not well or because she's not well. Either way, that would be the Allah Khazak Gemara. That even though the Gemara just said for a double parshit, that just like the fact that Basulanis Liy Maravi is enough to make him an oinus that there should be no chiv of Eichas Mishalai, Eichas Mishuma, so to any other oinus. There were others that weren't so sure. In fact, they asked it as an Ibai. What would be the halacha if Yud Beis Chaydesh passed and he was not well? Is there going to be a din of Oichas Mishalai or not? What's the reason if Besula Nisus Liyamaravi gets in the way of the Yud Beis Chaydesh? Why is there no din of Oichas Mishalai? Because he's an Oynes. Here too he's an Oynes. Oynes with the Kant of the Kedil Rabban. And over there, the Oynes is not just any Oynes. It's an Oynes because he's listening to Divri Chazal. Hachaloi. Over here, he's not an Oynes. But the Kant of the Kedil Rabban. So it could be this Oynes is going to be the Fintan. And if you're going to tell me that, no, at the end of the day, being that he's an Oynes, but. Not an oinus machmas takonus chachomim. So here the halach is going to be milo lomaz oinus. If it's machmas takonus chachomim, it's not Wednesday and a chanami. But over here, he's going to be milo lomaz oinus. What would be in the event that she's the one that got sick? Matsuyamala, could he tell her, no, no. I'm ready to get married. You're the one that's not ready to get married. And because you're the one that's not ready to get married, because of your oinus, I understand it wouldn't be an oinus if it was me. But it's you, so why should I have a chiv to be milo lomaz oinus? We got married, there's no soon, I'll give you mazoinus. It, in a way, is a quid pro quo. But over here, you're not getting married. So if you're not getting married, why shouldn't I give you mazoinus? I don't know. Maybe not. She could tell him, We're married. And because we're married, I, on some level, am shaykh to you. And maybe the reason I'm not well now is mazlachagoram. It's maybe your fault. And as a result, why are you blaming me, quote unquote, for not being able to get married? Maybe it's your mazl. That you're a Rusa is not in a position to now become an Asu. And if it's your fault, you have no Tainan. As a result, it's your base Chaydish. The Oynes is not an Oynes because it's not Oynes. And as a result, I expect you not to give me mezayinus. Let's say it's true. Let's say Shitaka could tell him And as a result, he now will have a chiv to give her mezayinus, even though she's the one that's not well. She's the one that's not able to stand under the chuppah. Person need What would be in the event that she was pyrus nida? So if she became a nida during the time that she usually becomes a nida during her vest, that's not a question. It's poshit that she can't tell him the stafchos today. Why? Because there's nothing out of the ordinary that just happened. This is something that always happened. And it's machmasur, it's not machmas him. And as a result, l'chayra, she can't tell him mazlachagaram that I now became a nida at the time that every month I become a nida. The question would be shalei What happens if she became a nida, but it was shalei It was at a time that she usually 
immediately doesn't become a nida. Punk, it's fair, the chasana, and all of a sudden she never becomes a nida during this time. Now she's a nida. What's the lach? Kibin dole, shalei b'shaz vesta, being that it wasn't b'shaz vesta, matzya amrole, she could tell him the staff chasadeo. Oiduma, maybe keeping the ikanashi, the kamashani vestayo, being that it's not unusual for a woman sometimes to have a nida at a time that she usually doesn't have a nida. It's like a shaz vesta, dummy. We treat it as if it's shaz vesta. Bottom line is, these were the Gemara's ibayas, a whole bunch of different ibayas. So in the first list of the Gemara, the Gemara assumed that if it was a gius, nisu, and then all of a sudden he wasn't well, or she wasn't well, or she became a nida, it's possible he wouldn't have to give her any support. Why not? That's what Rabbi Yosef said, the name of Rabbi Yudam Hashmuel, that if it was a gius, man, not on Wednesday, because of the Takanas Chachamim, we look at him as an oinus, so there's no halach of oichles mishalev, oichles betrum, and the same is going to be halach in these einsin. What difference does it make if it's an oinus because of a Takanas Chachamim, or it's an oinus for some other reason? But it can be violated. There were others that asked it as an ibaya. What's the halach of chaluhu? It's maybe because it's not an oinus of a takanas chazal, maybe it's different. What about if she's the one that got sick? Then certainly he shouldn't have a chiyav. Because he could tell her it's because of you. Maybe not. Maybe she could say nestaf chosadeyo. She could say mazachagara. What happens if she didn't get sick? But she was Roya Damnita. Vesta. So maybe there she could say already that it's, it's Mazlach Agaram, says the Gemara Poshit Rabachoi. It's Rabachoi was Poshit from the Mishnah. The Mishnah that says the Halach of Yigizman. What does it say? Yigizman, but Nisu, Oichlois Mishaloi, the Oichlois Petruma. So Rabachoi made a grammar diak. Loi nasu loi katani. It doesn't say higi as mava loi nasu, elo loi nisu. Now what's the difference between nasu and nisu? Loi nasu would be mashma, he's the one that didn't do the nisuin. Meaning there was something mitzad him that's the reason that this didn't happen. Loi nisu is mashma, that it came more from her. So loi nasu loi katani, elo loi nisu. Hechidami, what is the case? E, the kama akfin, ini, if... When we say he gives mavaloy nisu, where even she was ma'akiv, that loch is oichles mishalav ekspetrum. It's talking about where she just doesn't want to get married. Am I oichles mishalav ekspetrum? So why is she entitled to anything? If she's saying that I don't want to get married, I have a chiyav to support you. Marry me and I'll support you. Elulav thisness. It must have been there was an oinus ki haigavna. Probably similar to one of the cases that we're talking about, either cholsei or persenida. Viktani oichles mishalav oichles betrumo. So you see clearly that when the oinus is machmas her, you don't know which one of the cases if it's cholsei or persenida. But for sure, one of them. You see that where it's the ikov is machmas her. Dalachu would be that he has an obligation to support. Am Ravash Ravashi said it's not mochach loy lemei melachal kolunsa loy achla. Maybe ordinarily if there's an oinus and it's her, she would not get supported. And when the Mishnah says he gives Mavaloi Nisu, it means he's the one that's being Ma'akif. Now, if that's the case, it should have said Loi Nasu, which grammatically would imply that he's the one that's the cause that there's no marriage. So why did it say Loi Nisu, which is Mashma? It's her. Because that's what the Reisha says. The Reisha talks about how we give the Basula Yud Beis Chaydesh, we give the Alman Alam, and we're looking at it from the standpoint of the Isha. And then we say he gives Mavaloi so if the time came and she didn't do the marriage so I did the ton of ratio therefore we said the safer but really really as it relates to the halacha could be the ikov would have to be machmas him the ikov would not be able to be machmas her it's interesting the ran on this gemara says that this gemara was the makar to the shita sarama the shita sarama that we mentioned in the introduction who holds that chupa Nesuin is yichud. Why? Because it's mavu in this Gemara that a woman that's a nida can't do nesuin. Why can't she do nesuin? What prohibits nesuin? You can't stand under a, a canopy? What's the problem? You can't take the hinuma and cover her face with it? Elamai, nesuin is something that can't be done with a nida. 
must be it's yichud, and yichud is also with anida. Now you're going to say yichud is not also with anida. Woman becomes anida, the husband and the wife don't have to live in different houses. The terrorist says that's because there was already a birishayin. But if there's no birishayin yet, then the halacha is there is an isha yichud, even between ishve ishtoi. And from the fact that it's before in the Gemara that you can't do chupa with anida, so says the Ran right in the beginning of Masachtas Ksubis, this was the makar to the Shita Sarama. So what are all the other Rishonim going to say? So the Ran is doicha, and the Ran says that Luchura, it's not Muchach, because you could always say that although it's true this man could do Nesuin, but this Nesuin can lead Lidebiya. And therefore you still have a Kayach you want me to support you? The idea of me supporting you is not simply related to the fact that now there's Nesuin. It's not simply related to the fact that there's a Chopa. It's related to the fact that there's a Nesuin, there's a Chopa, Haboli Debiya. And being that there, she's a Nida, so obviously there's a Bias Isser, so because there's a Bias Isser, it's for that reason, that's not something that would be okay. So we're going to make a scholar on the next Gemara. We can't start the Masechta so far behind the April. So we're going to make a scholar on the next Gemara. This next Gemara that we're going to learn is the Sugya of Yeshoinus Begitin, or part two of the Sugya is Einoinus Begitin, but we're going to just begin with the Gemara. It's going to take us knee deep into tomorrow's daf, and Ksuba starts with a knack. One of the most famous sugyas in Masechtis Ksubis is the sugya of Yeshainis Begit and Enoits Begit. And just to be clear, this sugya has ramifications way beyond Ksubis Tabez and Ksubis Gimel. It's a sugya that we refer to a lot in the raid because there's some very, very important this specifically in the sugya of Enoits. It's also interesting that the sugya of Yeshainis Begit and Enoits Begit is very much a digression. So right at the beginning of the Masechta, the Gemara does what it does, and that is it digresses. On my Rava, Rava said, Ule Inyan Gitin, Enoikeh. What was Rava talking about? There's something we just said, which is not going to be true as it relates to Gerishin. What we said was that the Allah is, if he gives Mavaloi Nisu, Oichlois Mishaloi, Oichlois Betrumo. But that's only if he chose not to do Nisuin. In the event that he was an Oynes, and it's because of an Oynes that he didn't do Nisuin, so then the halacha would be, he gives manvaloi Nisu, einon oichlois mishaloi, einon oichlois petruma. If he's an Oynes, he can come with a taina of Oynes Rachman Apatri. Now we had a discussion. Is it only if he's an Oynes, machos hachman chachamim? What if he became sick? What if it was her? What if she became a nida? Shleibishas vesta? Do we say nestaf chasadeo? Do we not say nestaf chasadeo? So obviously it's a sugi arucha, but Super high level, keeping it very, very simple. There's an idea of oinus as it relates to the husband's obligation to support his wife in the event that 12 months passed from Kedushin and he didn't do the Nesun. Said Rava, as it relates to Gitin, ain't There'd be no Allah of oinus as it relates to Gitin. So what's the case? So Rashi says right in the beginning of the sugya. The case is that if a man gives his wife a get and he says, I'm giving you the get, but I'm doing it a la tanai. The tanai is... So a person says, I'm giving you a get, and I want to get to Bichal, not right now. But if I don't show up, let's say in 12 months from now, in a year, I want you to be divorced. Now, why would a man do that? We just finished learning all the Perikoisha, so we can appreciate why a man would do that. Because if a man goes away and he doesn't come back for an extended period of time, his wife could be an Aguna. So he very much is happily married. He's not looking to be Megarish Ishtoy, but at the same time, he doesn't want her to be in this compromised position. So he gives her a get, he says, I want you to be divorced. So, a man gave his wife this get. That time passed. Let's say, and he didn't come. But the reason he didn't come was because of an oinus. There was an oinus of some sorts. Let's say he was not well. And because he became sick, therefore he couldn't show up. What's the halacha? Is the get a get or is the get not a get? 
on the one hand, he was Mekayim the Tanai. If he was Mekayim the Tanai, the get should be a get. He said, the get should be a get if I don't come by a certain date. Well, he didn't come by that date. Based on that, she should be divorced. But then again, although he was Mekayim the Tanai, he was only Mekayim the Machmas Oynes. It was because of an Oynes that he didn't come up. So being that he didn't show up because of an Oynes, maybe when you're Mekayim the Tanai, but Oynes... So said Rav, that really from the sugya that we just learned, it would seem that if Yud Beis Chaydish pass, and he doesn't do what he's supposed to do, it's not considered that he didn't do what he was supposed to do. Why? Because it happened when it comes to Gerish, and it's not that way, if a person would not show up, and the reason he wouldn't show up is Machmas Oynes, it would still be considered that he didn't show up, she would be Megureshes, and there would be no Tainas Oynes that I know that I fulfilled the Tanai, but I fulfilled the Machmas Oynes. I don't care if it was Machmas Oynes. The Yud Beis Chaydesh of Yigiyaz Mavol so if it happens, Machmas Oynes, does Heisnesh the Yigiyaz But as it relates to the Hagaz man of Hareza Gitechim Loi Basi, does Heis Yeh Hagaz man, Hagam and happen boynus. That's the more specific tzushtel between the Higiyaz man of Ksubas Dabezam and Aleph and the Yesh Oynus Begitin of Ksubas Dabezam and Beis. But either way, Omar Rav, the Inyan Gitin Einoikein, Amlukus of Rav, you know, you see from Rav, Einoinus Begitin, that if someone's Megarish's wife, Allah Tanai, and he was Mekayim, the Tanai was Mekayim, and Machmas Oynus, the Allah is Einoinus Begitin. So, how did Rav know this? Meaning to say a Chiddush like this, you need greater places. Even Rav needs places. Maskana, the Gemara is going to say Rabbah actually had a svara, and in, in a way he made this up by himself. But the Gemara's initial reaction is that Rabbah must have had a makar to this. The Gemara, really, from here until where we're going to get up to in the daf, is going to try to see if, in fact, there is a makar, a clear source that Rabbah had this halach. So the Gemara says, maybe you knew it from the following Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Mamash our case. Someone gives his wife a get. He says, I want you to be divorced. However, not now. If I don't come home in the next 12 months, then you should be megureshed. Then he died within 12 months. So the halach is ain't a get. It's not going to be a get. You know what it sounds like? The only reason the get is not a get is because he died. Meaning, he died during the 12 months. When was the get going to be chal? At the end of the 12 months. At the time the get's supposed to be chal, he's not alive anymore. Rashi says, someone that's dead can't divorce his wife. It's one of the things a person loses the ability to do after he leaves this world. And as a result, if this man can't get divorced, so that's why, You know what it sounds like? Let's say he would simply be ill. He would be sick. It sounds like the get would be a get. Why? Because if you're going to tell me that even if he got sick, the get would not be a get, why would it not be a get if he got sick? I, he didn't show up. It's because of the fact that Yeshoinus begitten, because he has a tainus oinus. So why would the tan of the Mishnah tell me that Allah by Misa, which is super misleading? Because every Misa is doch bechlal masayimona that he's also an oinus. And if any time a person is mekayim atnai, but oinus, it's not considered a kiyamatanai, so it's poshit that when he dies, that loch is the get's not going to be a get. The reason the get's not going to be a get is because he wasn't mekayim the tanai. It's muchach that mitzad the kiyamatanai, there really was a kiyamatanai. Hagamet happened by Oynes. Why didn't he show up by Yud Beis Chaydish? Because he died. It's muchach that the kiyamatanai really was a kiyamatanai. What's the problem? The problem is he died. And at the time that the get's supposed to be chal, he's already amazed and, and get la'achamiso. But mitzad the kiyamatanai alein, it sounds like really, there, there would be a, a 
Akiyam Atanai. Meaning, if he was only Chala, and there was no problem of getting get Lachamisa, it sounds like there would be a get. I happen by Oynes, says the Gemara. Maybe this was Rav's Makar. That ain't Oynes Begintin. That even though it's true by Higiyah's man on Ahmed Aleph, there yesh Oynes, but over here ain't Oynes Begintin. But the Gemara says, Vidom Aloyim, maybe the Chala Nami ain't a get. Maybe I'll tell you that even if he got sick, the get would not be a get. So why then did the Mishnah say, Emloy Basi Mikan, that Shnei Masachaydeshu Meis? Why say mace, which leads me to believe that the time of the Mishnah is because ain't get lachamisa, say better, say it's because yeshoin is begitten, maybe vihi gufa kamash one. Because the time of the Mishnah wanted to teach me a different Kiddush. The time of the Mishnah wasn't learning the Sugis of Oynes. If the time of the Mishnah was learning the Sugis of Oynes, it would have told me the Allah of yeshoin is begitten. It was actually learning the Sugis of ain't get lachamisa. And the time of the Mishnah wanted me to know the ain't get lachamisa. Meaning, we dafka emphasize the fact that he died to make it clear that there's a halacha of Enget Lachamisa, because that's an important halacha to know in other cases as well, Zakrashi. Meaning, Enget Lachamisa is not exclusive to this situation where a person gives a get Allah tonight and then he ends up dying. It could be in a more simple case, such as a person tells his wife, I want to give you a get, but the get should be chal after I die. Nothing to do with tnoyim, nothing to do with imbasiyim, loibasiyim, nothing to do with oinsim. It's very simple. One day, I want you to be megureshes. Why would he do that? Maybe to prevent him from falling libum, but whatever the reason is, is that would be a sugya where it's negeya to know and get lachamisa. So maybe lo'olam, really, yeshoin is begitten. And the reason the Tana of the Mishnah didn't tell me the Allah of Chol, instead it told me the case of Misa, was to teach me the Allah of Enget lachamisa. But the Gemara says Enget lachamisa is a very important Kiddush, but the Tana the Reisha of that Mishnah already said the Allah of Enget lachamisa. How so I raise the Gitech? The Mishnah said the Allah we just mentioned. If someone gives his wife again and says, This is your get in Macy in the event that I die. Meaning, I want it to be Chal when I die. I raise the Or somebody was sick and he says that when this Machla ends, Rahman I want you to be Megureshes. I raise or he says, I want this get to be a get. All these cases, the get's not going to be a get. So, what do you see from there? You see clearly, I don't need this safe of the Mishnah to tell me. So, why would the Mishnah be talking about a case of Misa? Probably because that's the only time the halach is Nageya. Aye, what about Chala? What about Oynes? Must be. Ain't Oynes begitten, but the Gemara says no. Maybe Lo'olam yesh Oynes begitten. Just like this Oynes and all other areas of Allah, when it comes to Gitten, if you was Yigiyaz, Ma'am, Machmas, Oynes, the Allah is going to be yesh Oynes begitten. Aye, why did the Mishnah say in Macy to teach me and get Lachamisa? I already know and get Lachamisa. Maybe the reason the Mishnah mentioned over here again the halach of and get Lachamisa is because there is a Shita, the Shita of Rabbi Seno in Zerebbes, who held not that way. And can be mafkir. That Shita, we said this. Who is this Rabbi Seno? The Tanya Tzabrais. Rabbi Seno, Hitiruli Nase. Rabbi Seno, when matter the woman to get married, when he says, Hareza Gitech, and Loi Bossi, Mikan Vachte Masachoidesh, Umeis Pishtoi Shnei Masachoidesh. Now, who are these rabbis? It's the bezin that was Mata Shemenakum. There was a bezin, a Masachs of Edezari that was Mata Shemenakum, and that's who this was. See, the reason they hold it's Motis, because they held it, Rabbi Yossi, the Amar who holds, Zmanoi Shal Shtar, Moichiachalav. That being that the person wrote the Zman of the Shtar, he said, So he's talking about today, so that's Moichiach, that he wants to get to be Chalim Afreya. Not la'acha yud beis chodesh, but he wants it to be chal now, so that even though there's a loch of inget lachamisa, but that's only when the get's going to be chal physically after the person dies. But being then in this instance, the get's actually going to be chal now at the time of the get, so therefore over here it's going to be okay. So the reason we mentioned the haloch, if in the case of where he says, im mikan yud beis chodesh, and then he died, and not the bigger Chiddush of where he simply got sick, is because we wanted to say that in this case, where he dies, it's not going to be okay, which is really La Fuke, the Chiddush of Rabbi Seinu, who said that even if he dies, 
it's still going to be a get because manish shall and as a result, it's not a problem of ain't get lachemisa. But the bottom line is, you can't prove Rava's halacha of einoinus begitin from the elamis sefer. He wants to say maybe we know from the sefer miyachshav and leibasi mikan vadu beis chaydes. What happens if the person said miyachshav? Itaka said this case. He says, I raise a gitech. I want it to be chal now meachshav, but only on the condition that I don't come mikan vadu beis chaydes who meis betech shnei masachaydes and then he died during shnei masachaydes. The halacha is in this case harezeket. It is a get. Now, what happened over here? It's a little different than the previous case. One nuance. In the previous case, he wants to get to Bichal after 12 months. Over here, he wants to get to Bichal today. However, what he's saying is that the get should only be Bichal today in the event that I fulfill a Tanai. What's the Tanai? I don't show up. So what's the Allah? If he dies, then the get is going to be a get. This is checkmate. He was Mekayim the Tanai, but he was Mekayim the Tanai by dying, which means it happened Mach Masoinis. Now, this is not a problem of Enget Lachamisa because it's being Chalamafrey, it's being Chalmeyachshav. You don't have to come on to Zmari Shoshnam Rechiachal. Everybody agrees. He said Meyachshav. So for sure the get's going to be Chal. But what about the fact that it happened Mach Masoinis? It says Mace. Fuadin Lachala. And Chala would be the same thing, right? Mace is even a bigger Ainus than Chala. So you see over here, clearly, you see clearly that even though he was Mekayim it Ba'inus, Still, it's considered a kiyamat tanai. I, what happened to the dinam of oynes? Must be. Ain't oynes begitten. But the Gemara says it's not a right either. Because Dilma mace dafka. Maybe mace is actually dafka. Mace, kolshken chala? No. Mace, and not kolshken chala. Mace, and only mace. Okay, has that changed anything? Because it could be this person had already anticipated that. He was afraid that when he dies, he knew he had no children, his wife was going to fall, we're being mechaber, Yevamis and Ksubis here on that base. But he was afraid that maybe she was going to fully him. He didn't want it to fully him. So he said very, very clearly that I want to get to be a get if I don't come, Meyachsha. And he clearly had in mind that even if he dies, that should be the halacha. Why? Because the whole svarah of why he's even giving this get is because he doesn't want it to fully him. So you're going to say, oh, but he died? No, no, no. He's precisely doing it because he died. So I'll tell you, and it could be if the oinus was that he became sick, the get would not be a get. I, if he died, isn't that an oinus? Yes, it is an oinus, but it's an oinus that he anticipated. And because it's an oinus he anticipated, he clearly had in mind that even if this oinus is going to happen, still he wants the get to be get. So even though it's true in Kala there's an exemption called Oynes, but if he clearly has a mind, and he says that even if there's an Oynes, I want the get to be a get, then Avadig of this, the get's going to be a get, this can't be the Makar to Rav Zalach of Ein Oynes, begit. and Elo Meha, the Gemara says, one final potential source to Rav Zalach, there was a person that said, if I don't come back within 30 days, the person was going somewhere, if I don't show up in 30 days, I want to get to be a get. So the Gemara says, and this Gemara is a classic, he came back at the end of 30 days, and he's sitting in a traffic jam, right? So he made up, if I don't come back in 30 days, he's going to be divorced, and he's trying to beat the traffic, and he's fighting, and he's making a left and a right, I mean, this is old school, he's waiting for the ferry to come, but whatever, and he's screaming, he said, I'm trying to come, but he couldn't come. He didn't arrive. The reason he didn't arrive is because there was an oinus of some sorts taking place. Amar Shmuel, so Shmuel Paskin. This person, again, he divorced his wife. He said, you should be Megresh if I don't show up in 30 days. He did not show up in 30 days. But it was machmas oinus. Is there a get? Is there not a get? So Shmuel said, lav shmei masyo. At the end of the day, he didn't show up. And because he didn't show up, so the Allah is, the get is going to not be a get. So what do you see from 
it's, it's going to be again. So you see from here that even though it happened, Machmas Oynes must be Ein Oynes Begetin. So it's interesting. Says the Gemara, maybe this is the Makar to Rav Ashita. So this is the third Makar that we brought. The first two Makaras were from Mishnayis. This Makar is from Shmuel the Amoira. So usually an Amoira is going to bring a Makar. I have a Mishnah, a Brais, a Tusefta. This is an Amoira bringing a Makar from an Amoira. But really, when we appreciate a little bit the history of the Amoiraim, so Rav and Shmuel, a first generation Amoiraim, Abay of Rava already several generations later, and as a result, Rava said, if I have a psak, I have a hoirah, it's like bringing a makar from a tshuva's noy to Yehuda. An achrin, but an early achrin, or bringing from a chacham tzvi, that's even an earlier achrin. But the point is, is that, I'm a makar from Shmuel, and because I have a makar from Shmuel, this will be the raya, that ain't oinus, but get the b'digmar says no raya, because it could be this oinus is not a good oinus. You know why? Because that's an oinus that's shchiach. It's very shchiach, that a person's going to get stuck in traffic that last day. And being that he could have anticipated it, and he didn't anticipate, he loses his ability to tainus oinus. Meaning, ordinarily, there's a tainus of tainus oinus, but if you could have anticipated and you didn't, so on some level, you, you relinquish your rights to have a tainus oinus, and for that reason, you would not have a tainus oinus. This concludes the first part of the sugya of Einoinus Begitin. As is Shem tomorrow, we'll go through a little bit more slowly, and we will complete the sugi. But just to really end Ksubis Davbeis with a little bit of a machshava, and that is, it's your dua in the Oivama Yeshivas that Mesechtis Ksubis is known as Shas Katan. I researched it a little bit. It's not so clear what the Makarta that is. Meaning, there's no really, really early source to this Nusach of Shas Katan. There are a few, but some ambiguous Makairis. One of the first ones is the Chida. The Chida in his Birke Yosef quotes from the Maharash, who I believe was Rabsheftel Horowitz, the son of the Shla Kaddish. He said as follows He wrote in his Tzava, he said, Limud Mesechtis Brachis in Yingadol. I think Rabchan Kanievsky is that's how I used to tell a lot of people to learn Mesechtis Brachis. But Limud Mesechtis Brachis in Yingadol. Mesechtis Shabbos. Inyan Mefur, Ksubis, Koilul Kalatalmut, Chulin Akumnida, Klau Gadol. That's what the Chidah brings in the Brikkei Yosef. So he said that Ksubis is Koilul Kalatalmut. So that's the spirit of what Shas Katan is. But you don't have the words Shas Katan. The first place I found it was in the Hafla. The Hafla, who of course was Rabbi Shalach Samsoifer, he wrote his magnum opus, Alashas, was Da'afla Mesechtis Ksubis and the Makna Amesechtis Kedushin. So I was going through the Hakdam a little bit to the Sefer Ha'afla, and in his Hakdamah he says that the first Sefer that he's writing on Shas is Mesechtis, is, is Da'afla Mesechtis Ksubis, and he says there's two reasons. He says, number one, he learned it in Yeshiva, Terem Boiheina, he was just learning it recently, and he feels that this is Chavivale, and it's something he wants to write on. He says, besides... It's for that reason I said that this is going to be the first Pirish that I'm going to write. The first Pirish that Tafla wrote was on this. And he said because the Rishonim, they refer to this as Shasa. So I'll tell you a Dovinifla that I found. And this is not from the Hafla, but it's from the Hafla's brother. The Rebbe Reb Shmelka Min That Echod Mibnei Chabura. Ellie Klein showed me. He said a Dover Nifla. He said, the fifth parak of Mesechtis Ksubis that we're going to learn soon is Perak Afalpi. So he asked the Kasha. His Kasha was, is a Medrash. It's an Esther Rabba. So we ended Mesechtis Yavamis with an Echer Rabba. 
This is an Esther Rabbah. So the Medjur says an Esther Rabbah. Arba Paschu Ba'af. He said there were four people that they said something, and the first word that they used was Af, the Avdu Ba'af. And because they began, they were Pesach with the word Af, they ended up being Nebuch. Nebuch, they became subject to the Charoin Af, the Elohim, Nachash. The Nachash said, Af ki Yomar Elohim. The Sar Ha'ofen told Yosef, Af ani Bechaloimi. Adas Koirach said, Af loyal Eretz. And Homon said, Af loy Hevia Esther Hamalko. So these four, the Nachash, the Sar Ha'ofen, the Koirach and Homon, what do they have in common? They all started with Af, and they all did not have a good ending. And it was because... Simonim will see, they use the word af. So the Rebbe Reb Shmelke asks, that why is it that the fifth parak of Mesech Tisksubah starts with the word afalpi? It starts with the word af. What happened to this idea that you're not supposed to start with the word af? So he said, Pshat He said, we know that the Torah is Nidrish B'yud Gemomidais. We also know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he conducts the world with Yud Gimel Midoish Rachamim. Hashem, Hashem, Kel, Racham, Vechanon. There's Yud Gimel Midoish HaTarin Nidrashas Behem. And there's also Yud Gimel Midoish Rachamim. He's spoken out many times. Rabbi Sakhaizit Chover in his Akdomo to the HaGadosh Pesach says that that's the Brish Loish Esrei. That we talk about the Brish Loish Esrei. The Brish is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has Yud Gimel Midoish Rachamim. And corresponding to that is Yud Gimel Midoish HaTarin Nidrashas and when a person learns Torah, that's Nidrash by Yud Gimel Midois, that's Ma'ira Rachme Shamayim, it's Ma'ira the Yud Gimel Midois of Rachamim. But we've also mentioned in the name of the Halig Ibn who brings it from the Magid Mimezrich, who said that this is true even on a deeper level. And that is not only is it Ba'if and Kloli that the Yud Gimomida Shaitan Nidrashwism correspond to the Yud Gimomida Shorachamim, but Ba'if and Prati, each one of the Midois Shaitan Nidrashwism, it corresponds to one of the Yud Gimomidois Shel Rachamim. So the first of the Midois, the Magid held that the first Midah, like Darizal said, was Kale, and he said that corresponds to and that's why the Maggid famously said that Kale is the Midah of Rafua. When Miriam was six, so Moshe Rabbeinu Davin, and what was Moshe Rabbeinu's tefillah by Yitzhak Moshe Lashem Lamer? Kale na Rafua na la. He said the reason is because Kale is the Shem of Rafua. What's the first of the Yudgim Omidois? Sha'atarin addresses by him. It's Kalvachoymer. Kalvachoymer, the Magid Mimedjit said, is the school of Firafu. And he says, that's why after Moshe Rabbeinu Davin for Miriam, Kel no Rafan Allah, Vayoymer Hashem al Moshe. So what did the Ebesha tell Moshe? He made a Kalvachoymer. Vaviyo Yoroik Yorak Bifanel. What does that mean? So Rashi says it was a Kavachim. So Madach Miriam's father, biological father, would have been upset. So she would be grounded, so to speak, for seven days. But what the was That's the first of the Yud Gimomidois. What was the response? A Kavachimer. Because Kavachim is my refuel. And the refuel is going to come from the Kavachim. But here's the point. Each one of the Yud Gimomidois, Shatarin addresses them, corresponds to one of the Yud Gimomidois Shorachim. So the Rebbe Reb Shmelke said, We know that Mesechtis Ksubis is known as Shas Koton. And he said, Rem is Ladover. There are 13 Prokim. In Mesechtes Ksubis. It's Keneged, the Yud Gimel Midois, Sha'atayr Nidrash Yisbem. Which are Keneged, the Yud Gimel Midois Sha'arachimim. The Rebbe Reb Shmelke said, the fifth of the Yud Gimel Midois Sha'arachimim is Erech It's big machloik as we show him what the order is. But he said it's Erech And because the fifth Perik is the Perik of Erech that's why the fifth Perik in Mesechtes Ksubis begins with the word Af. 
It's afalpi. It's true. It's not a word that you want to begin with. But takek, the af of afalpi is the fact that the Akadosh Baruch Hu is marechaf. It's the fact that Akadosh Baruch Hu is erechapayim. Mesechtis ksubis is shas katan, and because mesechtis ksubis is shas katan, on some level it's koileya, literally the ganze shas. And remez ledavar, it's the yudgem umidah shatayin adreshes behem. So the first two makayris that I'm aware of, that nusach shas katan, it's the two holy brothers. It's the hafla. And it's the Rebbe Reb Shmelkum in Niklishburg. The Hafla, and it's Haktoma said that this is why he's writing the Hafla. And the Rebbe Reb Shmelka said that's why the fifth parak in Masechtis Ksubis begins with Perak Afopi. And I was thinking that the end of Masechtis Yevomis, we had the Sugis of Isha Shalach Bailam Dina Sayyam, and we had the epic Gemara, the Gemara of Dafshnel Sfina Nizdamili, which Ramea Shapiro said over when he introduced at the Knesia Gedoilo Limo Dafayoimi. So I was thinking that we just finished learning Masechtis Yevomis. It's almost like a hakdomet ksubis. So we have the Gemara of Dafshal Sfina and Isdaminli. It's an interesting place. Everything is Bahashkoch and Eflah. Mamash, at the end of Yavamis, that's what we have the Gemara of Dafshal Sfina and Isdaminli. So I thought of the Balaturim. Which Balaturim? In the beginning of Sefer Shemois, the Balaturim says that Shemois is Roshetevis Shnayim Mikra Ve'echa Targim. And I heard this once from Reverend Stashlita. He asked that Shnayim Mikra Ve'echa Targim, why is it in the beginning of Shemois? It should have been in the beginning of Ereshness. You should stop Ereshness with the fact that there's a, an obligation of Shnayim Mikra Ve'echa Targim. Why in the beginning of Shemois? So Reverend Stashlita said, because when you stop Ereshness, everybody is stark. You don't need any chizik. You don't need any remozim to shnayim mikav echetargim. Everybody does shnayim mikav echetargim. Bereshis, noyach lechel. But then you get to shmois. You're ready a little bit upgeshvacht. So now we're ready to balaturim. Says shmois, medaf mechazik zayin. Shnayim mikav echetargim. Maybe, maybe it was understood that at the end of Yavamis, Toilam needs a little bit of chizik in daf yomi. So at the end, end, end of Masechtis Yavamis, that's where we have this gemara of daf shal sfin and nizdamili. We began shas with. That's the way Ramesh Shapiro introduced Talmud Bavli. And it's the Akdama to Shas Katan again. The Akdama to the Shas Katan is the more in the end of the Sachtis of Daf Shal Svina Nizdamanli.